0: listening to everyday engineering the city of madison's engineering podcast where we talk about infrastructure complex topics explained simply from the water that flows down your drain to the rain and snow that drains into the lakes by way the curbs and streets we design city engineering touches your life in so many ways explained right now in everyday engineering using too much salt Hey, it may cost you a bit more with a new change to a city ordinance. My name is Hannah Molinitsky, a City of Madison Engineering Division Public Information Officer. Today, joined by two city employees behind the new changes. Uh, Matt Tucker is the Building Inspection Division Director, and Phil Gabler is a Water Resource Engineer in the Engineering Division at the City of Madison. Thank you both for being here today to talk about SALT and this change. Hi, Hannah.
1: Yes, hi. Hi, nice to see you.
0: Yes, good to see you. Good to hear you. Uh, Let's talk about this ordinance. First of all, um, this was a change to a current ordinance, correct? It's an update. And what is that? Let's talk it through. What is the big change?
1: Yeah, so the city of Madison has an ordinance that requires uh, people to clear the snow and ice from their sidewalk. This is the public sidewalk in front of their property. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is driven from enabling uh, state law. Uh, to uh, allow us to require folks to clear those public sidewalks that uh, many depend on for transportation uh, getting around the community. And uh, there was an, uh, an amendment uh, recently to the ordinance to um, uh, provide um, more so to address uh, an issue about over-salting of public sidewalks, which mm-hmm. would be the use of salt to a point where it was excessive after the salt was no longer... Uh, Needed to do what it does, uh, or you would go to sites that had significant amounts of salt remaining on the public sidewalk.
0: Mm. Is this true? Is this what we're seeing? Are we seeing an issue with oversalting? I know you said it, but what are we seeing?
2: So, we definitely have seen uh, some very egregious cases of oversalting. And what I does have, that look like? I have been on sidewalks before where I don't think my feet touched concrete. Okay. I was that was walking over a thick layer of salt, and there was no ice left. Okay. I've also gone the, the extra step, right, uh, trying to quantify how big of a problem this is, and I've, I went out and I've swept uh, a public sidewalk before, and on ten sidewalk squares, I scooped up, oh, I think about twelve pounds of excess salt after all of the ice had been melted.
0: In the city of Madison.
2: In the city of Madison, in front of a residential house. 12 pounds on 10 sidewalk squares. That is a lot, a lot of salt. When you think about what the recommended rate is, which is maybe 12 ounces for 10 sidewalk squares.
0: Wow. Okay. So, you know, and uh, maybe we're just taking a quick step back. Why do we want people to not oversalt? That's a softball question. It's bad for the environment is the answer. But can you kind of walk me through a little bit more of that in our listeners?
2: Sure. When we oversalt, one as the resident, you're, you're wasting your money, right? Once all that ice is melted, that salt is not doing anything else. And unless you go out and sweep it up, you're just, it's going to dissolve. And it's going to go into our waterways before it does that. It's going to eat up a little bit of your concrete. And then it's going to get into the city's pipes and go into one of our lakes where we have rising chloride levels. And as those chloride levels get high enough, they start to impact the life that lives in the lake. So one teaspoon of salt is enough to contaminate five gallons of water to a point that it is not good for fresh water to live in. Hmm. And by not good, it's decreasing its growth rate, its ability to reproduce. Once you get above, like, to, oh, I guess it would be three teaspoons in five gallons of water, you're at a point where things are going to just die like, sure. quickly.
0: Okay. So that's the impact. Yes. Yes. Um, and then in the salt charge or lack thereof or lessening of salt charge, um, we work together. So across the city, there's a number of stakeholders here that are impacted by salt. We, it, and correct me if I'm wrong on this. So engineering, we work um, on trying to teach our crews a little bit on salt certification and the impacts of salt and kind of the strategy behind it. We have the Streets Division actually applying the salt or sand when needed during um, certain storm events and things like that. And then we also have Building Inspection who's enforcing this new change. So is, am I missing anybody or is there is that pretty much all the salt stakeholders at the city? Pretty good? And the That's mayor's office right. supports. And the mayor's office supports that we want to do better for the environment.
2: Right now, say we have one more. Uh, the water utility, right? They mm-hmm. monitor the chloride levels in our wells, and they are seeing impacts from our salting, both, you know, throughout the the well head uh, zone. I guess mm-hmm. the contribution zone of chloride getting into our well water, which is our drinking water.
0: Okay. So we're at a point now, um, why did we, I know we said people are oversalting, but why did we decide to do this change now?
1: Well, uh, we had some interest from an older person uh, to make a change. Okay. Um, we've looked at this policy in the past before also. Uh, the city's interest, at least I'll, I'll just say from the building inspection division, our interest is to get people to uh, clear their public sidewalks of ice and snow. Uh, there are times when uh, buildup occurs, the weather is such that it's not predictable. Each one of these little minor disasters that hits us, which is a snow or ice storm, does create these hazardous conditions. Mm-hmm. And uh, sand uh, and or salt or other types of materials can be applied to the, the sidewalk to uh, either create traction or release the ice and snow and uh, have the sidewalk uh, uh, function in, in an appropriate condition or design. Uh, The issue came up uh, recently in the last uh, year what we had was an unusual winter I would say from the perspective of we had not a lot of snow Mm -hmm. and um, So the complaints that we got for snow clearing Many of them related to ice people that had not shoveled their walks uh, and the snow uh, event had occurred a week or two before Mm
0: -hmm.
1: We might have had a number of thawing and freezing events that occurred also lots of compaction and frankly, people just kind of got fed up with their neighbors or the the the, the properties along their route that they might have taken, mm-hmm. that were iced up, mm-hmm. and so I so a natural reaction that somebody might take is to throw down a lot of salt to break up that ice. Mm-hmm. Uh, salt only works so much; uh, an excessive amount of salt after it's done what it's intended to do, uh, and this is where you're you know it's completed the melting um, process, and you're seeing. You know large chunks of ice or excuse me of of, uh, salt remaining on the public sidewalk are the issue that uh, we were asked to try and address what can we do to keep people from doing this because it's it's above and beyond what's necessary it's excessive and um uh people care about that in our community
0: and this is just a sliver of what building inspection does if somebody's not familiar with what building inspection does and i probably should have asked this at the beginning but um what do you guys do i know what you do phil knows loaded question (laughs) we only have 20 Uh, minutes well
1: i'll i'll just talk about one uh uh, section of building inspection which is the um the property maintenance section and those are the staff that go out and make sure that your um your lawn is mowed to an appropriate level okay uh they they deal with noxious weeds uh dangerous hazardous trees uh, during the winter, they respond to complaints about uh, sidewalks that have not been cleared mm-hmm. uh, and got, we do many other things including inspecting buildings yes <laughs> uh, but uh, t- related to the subject today that property maintenance is probably the the, the, the key group of staff that go out um, we re- we respond to in the range uh, to of uh, five hundred to seven hundred uh, resulting in citations or violations a year. Hmm um we probably end up clearing walks we have a uh, we have a um, contract service that comes behind us and clears walks uh uh probably around 400 walks or so a year get cleared with the charges applied to the resident uh message to take away folks please is shovel your walk yes. you will get a ticket and you will also get a significant clearing after the day after the ticket
0: okay so Ticket meaning how much?
1: Uh, the municipal citation, I think it's uh, one hundred and seventeen. I believe is what it is, somewhere in that range, just just over one hundred dollars.
0: That's a lot of money. That's it a is lot of money. The clearing
1: just... is way more expensive, though. The clearing cost alone, because uh, typically clearing involves the spreading of a sand salt material, is going to run you about one hundred fifty on one hundred fifty dollars on a on a very basic simple uh, clear where where you have uh, uh, two people at the site for fifteen minutes. Walks that are larger than that, I've seen significant bills that were in the four or five hundred dollar range. These are charges that are passed through from our contractor to the resident uh, to cover the costs of uh, the contractor clearing the public walk.
0: So that's snow, snow removal, snow and ice, snow and ice. Mm -hmm. So it's not just this sidewalk making sure people like we're talking about salt, but there, I mean, there's more, it's not just this one little change, there are other things just shovel and clear if you can.
1: Whenever I go out and meet folks and, you know, one of the main things I I say to folks when I meet them, it's not even related to what we're there to talk about, is to remind them that they really need to shovel and clear their public sidewalks uh, by noon the day after the snow ends, Mm -hmm. if it ends before midnight the day before. we got a snowstorm coming tomorrow. Uh, Please clear your walks. Uh, um, Probably, depending on when it ends... Uh, Saturday by noon.
0: (laughs) How are we going to get people to change? How are we going to get people to change and get used to this new updated, um, I guess more strict um, way of getting people to use less salt? How can we change behavior?
2: So for the last 10 years or so, Madison has been going with the education only uh, approach. We have a... uh, certified winter maintenance professional program Saltwise is running that for us now and basically both uh, public and private applicators come through the course they learn why chloride has an impact and how chloride impacts our environment Mm -hmm. ways to put down the right amount Mm -hmm. and ways to reduce the amount that you need to put down and it all comes down to mechanical removal first if and only if you need to use salt put down the right amount of salt that depends on the temperature mm-hmm. for homeowners a good rule of thumb is a 12 ounce cup for ten sidewalk panels right but people will learn this now with the the ordinance here those that are way above and beyond this may get a visit from building inspection How? or that message will be uh, reiterated
0: okay so that's my next question is how does this happen is building inspection going i'm playing devil's advocate right now is building inspection going out looking for this sort of thing what do they need somebody to report it is it your neighbor that's ticked at you for putting too much salt down and they report you and then you come out like how is this going to work? And also a little teaser. We'll talk about fines in just a moment. But sure. um, how does this, how is anyone going to know that I'm offending <laughs> with my salt? Right. How am so, I going to get uh, caught, Matt? How are you going to get caught? <laughs> yes.
1: Uh, uh, we do not have staff that go out and prowl for violations. <laughs> uh, I'll start off with that. Uh, we do respond to complaints. So um, there is a uh, portal on the city's website. Uh, it is called Report a Problem. hmm and within that, there is a uh, subsection called sidewalk concerns, and there's an opportunity in there to uh, report uh, a uh, oversalting mm-hmm. um, concern. Uh, we will go out and we will inspect that. Uh, it is the the building inspector's discretion to determine whether they believe the matter is uh, viable from an oversalting perspective. That gets uh, hard, though. That gets hard. It is hard. very challenging. That's challenging. Our goal, first and foremost, is to educate first and enforce when necessary. Okay. So what we intend to do um, is, is to go and, if we observe what we believe is an over-salting condition, communicate to that property owner, probably via a um, an official notice of violation.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And included with that will be information about appropriate um, salting practices, mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, those inspections do have a follow-up, and if we have a, a continuous or ongoing a problem where we believe we're, uh, we're responding to an oversalting scenario, someone could be cited for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a um, an amount that uh, is assessed plus court costs.
0: Court costs.
1: Yeah, that's just municipal court costs. Every citation uh, has a um, municipal court cost for processing okay. of, of uh, matters.
0: Okay, I'm just asking because if that's somebody who's listening to this and isn't familiar with our process, and they hear court, they might think, "Oh boy, mm-hmm. what's what's going on here?" So just sorry, you, all, okay. all citations are.
1: I'm sorry, I mean, interrupt you, but all all citations are. Folks have the right to their day in court, if you will. Uh, think of it like a parking ticket. You know, you can go to court if you wanted to fight that ticket. Okay. Uh, and uh, uh, the judge is there to hear your um, your story. Uh, and our inspectors are also there to testify relative to their experience. Okay. Um, the fine is is between $20 and $50 plus court costs. I think that works out somewhere in the low hundreds. Um, our goal is to have zero citations written uh, and just educate folks and teach them the right way to apply the SALT. Uh, however, if we do run into folks that we find to be compliance challenged, people that are doing over-salting for a variety of reasons, mm-hmm. uh, we can um, we can ultimately uh, use a monetary fine to try and compel them to uh, comply with the ordinance. I, I have found that most of the time when you're working with folks, they're, when they become aware of the situation, that they become aware there's an ordinance, they become aware of the wasteful nature of this. Sometimes, uh, you know, the words that, that Phil just drops because he's so smart about all this stuff that I can't even a- attempt to repeat of impacts on our community uh, alone. Uh, help mm-hmm. people think twice about it. Um, other times we're dealing with contractors that are working on behalf of property owners mm-hmm. who um, need to be brought into uh, compliance by the property owner. We provide them with the tools so they can go to their contractor and say, "Hey, city's telling me you're oversalting this. I am responsible. We need to change your behavior here."
0: That also is a hard conversation because people are hiring contractors and to do their job. And if the people don't want to be told they're doing their job not well, that's a reality of anything. No one wants to be told that they're wrong um but you know obviously there needs to be education on all fronts on and everyone so it's nice to hear um i will say it's good to hear and i think i probably should have led with this i buried the lead with you guys but um that the first step is educating and then then if we get to the point of a fine then it has to happen to help change and at least let people understand so the first of- so first it sounds like a warning and correct me if I'm wrong yes. sounds like a warning is the first time and then there'll be a follow-up so make sure you're following mm-hmm. and then if they get pretty much dinged the second time that could be a monetary fine um, with it is that twenty to fifty dollars yeah correct first Plus court costs plus court costs mm-hmm. and then after the first offense it could range from thirty to one hundred with court costs no yes Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. I just want to make that's sure that's correct I'm, I, for
1: multiple. Yeah, we can. The fines do start to to ramp up from for, for uh, additional sure. days of violation. Okay. But let me, if I could, just one more piece of clarification too. Yep. So uh, snow clearing, snow and ice clearing of your public sidewalk, does not involve a notice. There is no warning. It is, I believe, the one ordinance that we enforce that results in an immediate citation. Okay. Hmm. The excess salting will result in a uh a notice of noncompliance, a warning if you will, uh, and then follow up uh, enforcement action if the matter is not resolved.
0: Don't oversalt.
2: Don't and, oversalt. And if you make a mistake, remember that you have a broom. Yeah. And you can sweep it up and you can save that salt for next time. I right? I mean, I, proud member of the salt wise community, right? I work really hard to use the least amount of salt possible. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: My steps got really slippery earlier this year Mm -hmm. and I used rock salt on them. And then it got warm and 90 percent of that rock salt was still there. Mm -hmm. So I got out the straw. I got out the shovel and the broom and I wiped it off and I saved it for next time. Then it happened again and I was smart. And I decided to treat my steps with brine, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: which is 23% salt and the rest water. Mm -hmm. And guess what? That doesn't leave any granules. Got rid of the ice. Mm -hmm. It uses a lot less salt, and the salt you put down doesn't even have a chance to get kicked away. It just does the work. Mm -hmm. So if you're really concerned about this, consider using brine as a way to prevent uh, ice from forming or to get rid of small patches of ice. But there's a little bit of a learning curve. You got to be careful. Yeah. But there's information on Wisconsin Saltwise that you can look up on that end of things.
0: I, I smell a, another podcast episode, Phil, with, about brine specifically. So people have to keep listening to the everyday engineering and we'll help you along the way. Um, anything else you want to add before we wrap up? Last question, last word. Matt. Yes.
1: Um, it, we do get complaints from... People, and In fact, most of the complaints that we've gotten over the years from people about uh, the salting of their property was over-salting of parking lots, mm-hmm. driveways, um, private areas, private walkways on, on private property. This ordinance only applies to the public sidewalk. Public? So, the public sidewalk. Yes. So we got our first complaint. It was a private entrance to a building. Uh, we still went and looked at it because we wanted to see what was going on. Uh, we don't know. Uh, we just respond to complaints and take a look, and uh, determine that their uh, complaint really was about the the, uh, the condition on the private um, property. So we weren't able to take any action. Just want people to be uh, understand there there are lots of people that care a lot about this. I've talked to many of them. Well, my staff have talked to them. Uh, we do not have authority to regulate the spreading of salt on the private property.
0: Okay, that's a good way to end phil do you have anything else to add before we wrap up
2: well just as we've talked about salt right wisconsin Saltwise has lots of great tips for homeowners for uh commercial contractors for all sorts of people that are doing winter maintenance there's tons of great tips there's application rate charts there's all sorts of things that can help guide down you guide you down a lower salt uh use world
0: a lower salted path
2: a a little right a safe there we non-slippery go. lower salted path
0: yes absolutely um Again, thank you, thank you, thank you both for being here and walking us through this new change. It'll be a little bit of a learning curve, but we're here for it all. Uh, Also, I'll make a plug. We have a little digi series on the engineering website called Less Salty with Phil Gabler. Uh, Five one-minute quick little whips of information of how you can kind of work through using less salt and um, answering some of your questions. So again, Matt, thank you for being here. This was your first podcast with us.
1: Thank you, Hannah.
0: Yes. We didn't scare you away. Hopefully, we'll have you again. Uh, Phil, thank you as always. And if you have a question or a comment about this podcast episode, please feel free to write into us at engineering at cityofmadison.com. Also, you can check out our engineering website. You can also check out the Department of Planning and Community and Economic Development Division's website, um, which includes the Building Inspection Division and many others. Um, They are a huge department, so check out all their resources as well online about this topic and any other topics you wanna learn more about because we're always here for you every day in engineering and at the City of Madison.